If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, you might think that when you're sleeping, that might be the only time when you're really disconnected from your smartphone, from if you have a listening device in your home, from people trying to market things to you and get to you. That might not be the case. And that is why we are talking about something called dream hacking. Joining me to talk more about this is Dr. Robert Stickgold, professor of psychiatry and director of the Center for Sleep and Cognition at Harvard University. Thank you so much for being with us. It's a delight. Happy to be here. Before we get into this idea of dream hacking, do we know exactly what it is that's happening to our brains and why we're dreaming and why sometimes we remember them and sometimes we don't and, and why they can be so strange at times? Well, we know a bunch of that. Um, we dream the way we do in part because when we're asleep, the chemistry of our brain changes the release of chemicals like noradrenaline and serotonin, the one that SSRIs work on, is completely shut off during REM sleep. And so basically the programming of the brain is shifted while we sleep. All right. So and so, can it be altered or can, can what we do during the day and maybe what we do just before we go to sleep, does that alter or does that get into what it is we're dreaming about? Absolutely, absolutely. We've done a study in the last... Uh, years, we had subjects take an afternoon nap, and as they were falling asleep, we would say, okay, while you're falling asleep, just think about a tree. And then we'd monitor their sleep physiologically, um, and when we saw that they'd been asleep for two or three minutes, we would break them up, and we'd ask them what they were, if they were dreaming and what they were dreaming about, and about 90% of the time, they'd say they were dreaming, and 70 or 80% of the time, they'd say they were dreaming about a tree. And it could be something as simple as, oh, I was dreaming about this tree that was in my backyard where I grew up, or they could be saying, oh, I was dreaming about being a tree and my fingers were branches and my fingernails were leaves. So it can definitely get into your dreams easily. And you mentioned the, the type of sleep or the, the different stages of sleep. Do we dream only in one, the rapid eye movement or REM sleep, or, or, or how do the other, the other stages play into this? We used to think... We used to think 50 years ago that uh, we only dreamt in REM sleep, and that turns out not to be true. What's, what's, what's right is that we dream probably 70, 80 percent of the night, and that the dreams in REM sleep, where the chemistry is even further changed of the brain, that we dream um, more bizarrely, more intensely, more emotionally. All right. And so one of the the reasons we're talking about this, again, this idea of dream hacking, and there was a recent survey by marketers saying that marketers would love to to get into this dream advertising or bring technologies that would somehow bring advertising into people's dreams. What are your concerns or are there concerns about that? There, There are immense concerns about that. When we are asleep, um, our brain has sort of evolved to expect that, that all of the information that comes to it will come from within the brain itself. Um, memories and, and thoughts and emotions that we've had 
before. And, and so it trusts them in a way that, that it knows not to trust everything that it takes in from the outside world. So maybe the simplest way to say is that we're more gullible when we're asleep. If, if we take subjects um, and just while they're sleeping, say to them, M&Ms, 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 or Skittles, 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 and then wake them up in the morning and ask them, which would you rather have, some M&Ms or some Skittles? They will say the one that they heard during their sleep, even though they don't remember hearing it while they were asleep. Um, so, so that kind of advertising is effective. In fact, when they ask people, how much would you pay for a big bag of Skittles or M&Ms? They're willing to pay more for the one that they heard in their sleep. Hmm. So if advertisers were able to get to us while we were sleeping, without our even knowing it, without our even remembering it, they would alter our preferences for what we want to buy. And it could be advertising in that form, which is particularly uh, the ones that you were referring to, but it could also be uh, vote for Trump. Vote for Trump. Trump's a nice guy. Vote for Trump. In the last election, it would only have taken 60,000 votes switched in the whole U.S. in the right places to have changed the outcome of that election. And, and that's what scares me more. I don't know. I don't care so much about being tricked into buying Skittles, which I don't like as much as M&M's, as it would be to, 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 to vote in Trump again. Right. How would that actually work, though, if you, you would you not have to, though, be listening to a device or the message where, still has to your, get to you? Where, where's your phone when you go to sleep? It's on my night table. Right next to your bed? Yes. What's it doing? <laughs> Sitting there listening to me, I think. Well, are you sure it's not talking to you, too? Uh, that's, that's possibly the biggest fear of all. We've all got our phones sitting right next to us when we're sleeping at night. And if not now, in the next five years, certainly, that phone will be able to tell whether you're asleep or not. And it can wait till you fall asleep, and it can wait a programmed amount of time, and it can deliver you its message, and you won't hear it. And if it wakes you up and you move, it'll just detect your motion, and it'll stop. So is the solution it, it, as simple enough, as simple as don't sleep with your phone in your room? Um, that's one very simple solution. The more complicated solution is to go to our respective national governments and have them uh, make that illegal. You know, it's illegal to do this kind of subliminal advertising, which never worked very well, but they thought would have the ability to affect your decisions without uh, you knowing about it. So in the U.S., that's, that's illegal. But they haven't done it for dream hacking, and we've just got to get those laws passed, too. Right. So laws that would be put in place that uh, you can't have a phone that does exactly what you just said to wait for you to fall asleep and then start to softly or telling you things and trying to hack into your dreams. Right. And what's scary at the moment is that advertisers are very upfront about, oh, that's cool. I'd love to do it. They don't feel that there's any moral issue in doing that. Um, and, and so we have to go the legal route.
Is is there an issue if advertisers and the, the phone companies, if they tell you that they're doing this, that they, that it's not that they just are doing this and it's covert, but if you know, if they're up front and say, if you take this phone package or this phone and you sleep with it beside you, this is going to happen. Is it is it okay if then the consumer is given the choice? Probably not. Probably not for two reasons. First of all, if they say, um, you have to, you know, do you agree to this? It's going to be on page seven of that 20 page thing that you have never read. And I have never read that. We always click. I agree. I agree. I consent. So in, 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 in research, we refer to the concept of informed consent, which means that you don't just sign the form, but you know what it actually says. So that's problem. Number one, problem. Number two is most people don't in fact, 99.9% of the public has no idea that if these things are played to you while you sleep, that it will have any serious effect on you. Um, and, and if people knew that, if, if you were asked, you know, do you mind if we uh, play a little ad while you're sleeping, we'll knock 10% off of your phone bill, you say, well, whatever. If they said, uh, do you mind if we play something during your sleep that might alter who you vote for? or which car you buy, or how fast you drive, or whether you start smoking cigarettes or drinking more alcohol without you even knowing about it, you'd say no. So again, informed consent is one thing. Signing at a consent form where you think you're, you know, watching another TV show at night, uh, that's not okay. Well, it is very, very interesting research. We'll have to leave it there for today. Uh, Robert Stickgold, thank you so much for joining us. It's been my pleasure.